It's time for Recipe of the Day. I don't know what you think when you hear the words chicken meatloaf. When I first heard them, I did not think it was going to be my favorite thing. I was doing the recipe because I love meatloaf and because the turkey meatloaf recipe on my site is really good. But for some reason, the idea of a chicken meatloaf just wasn't resonating. But then I made it and tested it and finished this recipe off. And I can tell you, it is such a delicious dinner. The meatloaf is really flavorful and it's juicy. And because chicken has such a mild flavor, you really get the flavors of the seasonings and the glaze. I've used a barbecue sauce. Really good. I also love this recipe because it cooks really quickly. The recipe just calls for one pound of ground chicken. So it's a fairly small meatloaf that cuts into eight small-ish slices, like eight slices of meatloaf, which is great if your family is smaller eaters, lighter eaters. When my kids were younger, this kind of size for a meatloaf was perfect because there were two adults having like more adult size servings and then two kids who, you know, maybe eat half a piece or one piece of meatloaf each. Nowadays, I have bona fide teenagers, so I actually double this recipe. And I'm going to tell you, you can double it, triple it, quadruple it. That is totally fine, but you're going to make separate loaves. So if you double this recipe, you're going to make two loaves. You can put them on the same sheet pan and bake them side by side as long as there's a couple of inches between them so the air circulates and then the cooking time does not change at all. But you end up with more meatloaf, which is great if you have heartier eaters. Also great for leftovers because this stuff sliced thin in sandwiches the next day is insane. I love meatloaf sandwiches. So good. And if you've never had a meatloaf sandwich before, so what you do is you take the cooked meatloaf, any leftovers that you have, once it's cool, refrigerate it in a container or cover it, however you do that, and then slice it thinly the next day because it's cold. It's just going to slice super easily. And you put it on some rye bread with mustard and those thin slices of meatloaf, maybe a slice of cheese, maybe some lettuce. And that is it. It is such a good treat. I love it. So yeah, since it's no real extra time to make more of these meatloaves, you might as well make two when you're making one or make three when you're making one. You know what I mean. Okay, so I am using a pound of ground chicken here, not ground chicken breast. That's going to be too dry for sure. You can use ground turkey instead. But whenever I work with ground meat, and I know I tell you this all the time, I always mix together all the other ingredients first in a big bowl before I add the meat. And then I know that everything is thoroughly mixed, evenly combined. So then when I'm adding the meat in, I'm just making sure that that mixture is worked through it all. And I find that that just requires less mixing in general. And the less mixing that you can do when you're working with ground meat, the lighter, fluffier, juicier your finished product is going to be. And that is because the ground meat is made of those little strands, like almost like little tubes of meat. Well, cylinders, long strand cylinders of meat, you know what I'm talking about. And those are what kind of gives you that lightness, the space between those. If you go in and mush that all together so that it's almost like a paste, you lose all the tenderness of your ground meat. So that's what we're trying to do is to mix as little as possible. So you're going to get out a big bowl and you're going to preheat your oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit. And you can also line a baking sheet with parchment paper or aluminum foil. That is just to make sure it doesn't stick and make cleanup easier. My preference is the parchment paper here because then I know for sure nothing is sticking, right? Then to that bowl, you go in with a large egg, a teaspoon of Worcestershire sauce, 
that really makes the flavor kind of meatier and the color of the loaf just that little bit darker so it's not quite so pale. I would not skip it. Even if you're not a huge fan of Worcestershire sauce, and I am not, I actually don't really like the taste of it. I do like it in this kind of thing where I can't detect it, but it's doing its job to add that meatiness, a little tang, a little color, all of that. Okay. Also, a half teaspoon of salt, a half teaspoon of dried oregano, a half teaspoon of garlic powder, a half teaspoon of onion powder, and a quarter teaspoon of black pepper. So those are the seasonings that I'm going in with here. Having said that, tomorrow I'm coming back and telling you about my meatloaf seasoning blend. You can absolutely use four teaspoons of that instead of the list of seasonings that I just listed, and that includes the salt. The seasoning blend has salt in it, so you would skip the salt, oregano, garlic powder, onion powder, black pepper, and you would add four teaspoons of the seasoning blend, or you can add any seasoning blend that you like. The only thing you need to pay attention to is whether it has salt in it or not. If it has salt in it, then you skip the salt in this ingredient list and add about three to four teaspoons of the salt blend. If it doesn't have salt, leave in the salt and then add like two and a half to three teaspoons of your seasoning blend, okay? Now, also going into that bowl is a quarter cup of breadcrumbs, just plain breadcrumbs, not panko breadcrumbs here. And then you mix those all up. So you're mixing the seasoning with the egg and the Worcestershire and the breadcrumbs. Then you go in with the one pound of ground chicken and just do your best to not mix it very much. You just want to see that seasoning kind of through it all fairly well and then you stop. Then you transfer that mixture to your parchment on the baking sheet and shape it right on the baking sheet into a six inch loaf. So six inches long, it's going to be about three inches wide and just about one and a half inches high. So I don't use a loaf pan for my meatloaf. I find that any fat in the meat kind of comes out and it's like all simmering around the outside of the meat. I don't like that very much. I also find it kind of hard to get it out of the loaf pan after. So this is my preference. The other thing I like about doing this is is that you get the barbecue sauce or whatever glaze you're using on all the sides and all around and it can brown in all of those places too. So that is why I always use a sheet pan. So the meatloaf is going on the sheet pan. You're shaping it into a loaf and then you're brushing it all over with one tablespoon of barbecue sauce. That goes into your 350 degree Fahrenheit oven for 30 minutes. Then take it out and do another tablespoon of the barbecue sauce kind of all over again. Put it back into the oven and increase the heat to 450 degrees Fahrenheit. We're trying to get a little bit of caramelization on the outside there. And you're baking it then until the internal temperature is at least 160 degrees Fahrenheit. It's going to be about eight to 10 minutes more. Then you take it out and you just let it rest on the sheet pan for at least five minutes. 10 minutes is fine as well. Double check that at that point, the temperature has reached the minimum safe temperature for ground chicken, which is 165 degrees Fahrenheit. Then you go with a lifter underneath or two lifters, one at each end and transfer it to a cutting board and slice it into eight slices and dig in. You're going to love it. I promise the words chicken meatloaf are going to be some of your favorite words going forward for sure. I will put the link to this recipe in the show notes for this podcast episode, or you can head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD and get it there. And if you love this recipe and you love chicken, you have to check out my cookbook, the all new chicken cookbook. It is for sale on Amazon. It has over 200 chicken recipes, some traditional cooking methods, the oven, the stove, traditional recipes, 
classics, chicken Kiev, cordon bleu, basic chicken wings, and then also instant pot and air fryer and the grill and the slow cooker. It is a chicken resource, how to cook chicken in every way using every method, and it's always delicious. That is the all new chicken cookbook. Go to amazon.com and search for it there, or I will put the link in the show notes for you for this podcast episode as well. I am Christine Pittman from cookthestory.com, thecookful.com, the all new chicken cookbook, and from this podcast, Recipe of the Day. I hope you have a great day. Let's get cooking. <laughs>